0: This podcast is part of the A3K Network. For more information, visit www.anime3000.com. Hey guys and welcome back to the second episode of animation Horrorcast. october doing the scary tonight and um i have to say before we go into the news segment there will be no news segment mainly because there's really nothing exciting that's going on in the news i mean usually there's one or two stories that you know pop out and they're worth sharing and then the rest of them are kind of just le- neat little tidbits i like to share with you but Really, there's just a bunch of little tidbits that you probably should know if you keep up on your anime fandom, but not necessarily need to know basis sort of thing. So, I guess if you're really interested, as always, go to ANN, read the news there. I mean, that's where I get the news links from anyway. Basically, there will be no news segment this week. However, I do have a bit of a story to share with you guys, and those of you who follow me on Twitter are probably already aware. But, uh, I was in a car accident. Well, not to make light of the situation, but I found it almost funny, now that I'm looking back on it, that I talk about ju and I just go on and on and on about, like, oh, I don't get scared of things, like, I used to be scared of bees, and used to be scared of this and that, the other thing. And then, like, the most scary experience of my entire life happens. Quite simply, what happened is, I was driving, there was a the guy on my side of the road. And where I was driving, I was over this mountain road that's very disrepaired, so you usually drive on whatever side is best, you know, to save your shocks and all that crap. Well, since the road is so secluded, you rarely run into anyone at all. And if you do, you just pull over to your side, both people pass, you know, and you continue on your merry way. However, this guy was barreling down the road on my side, coming right at me, so I start to brake. The problem was, I was braking as I was already in a turn. And the loose gravel didn't like that. So what happened is, the guy keeps coming towards me. I'm braking, he's still coming, I'm like, get on your own side. He doesn't. So I swerve to the left side, so I avoid the head-on collision. He drives right past me, vroom, on my side, mind you. Well, in doing that, I had entered into like a, a little bit of a fishtail. And driving a big GMC Suburban... It's not exactly the first thing you want to fishtail into going downhill. So I tried to save it, and long story short, I didn't manage, and I rolled the car into the ditch. I'm okay, the car is not. <laughs> it, it, it got dinged up pretty badly, especially on the back end. It runs fine, it's got some pretty bad dents and all that crap, but on the back side, it's got this huge indent. the windows are busted out the whole nine yards. It was one of the most scariest things, one of the most scariest things that I have ever, ever had to experience in my lifetime. And I'm sure it's not gonna be the first one, but I'm hoping it's gonna be the last. <laughs> but oh my goodness, yeah. Just hanging there, like, as soon as I was screaming, no, 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 and it, boom, fell into the ditch. And I'm sitting there because it fell on the passenger side. I'm, I'm there on the driver's side hanging from my seatbelt, and I fell over, like, this large creek, so I could see the water right below me on the passenger side window, and I literally thought I was in Jurassic Park for half a second. I'm not, I'm not joking, like, I'm dazed, I'm like, what the heck's going on, I'm waiting for the dream to end sort of thing, but it doesn't end, and I had to get my weight off the seatbelt and climb out. And then got up on the road where, luckily, a good friend and neighbor of ours was just happened to be driving by. It was amazing, no doubt. I mean, like, if you don't believe in a higher power, that's higher power right there. Some people say coincidence. I say, man, whatever. Coincidence God, anonymous. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm here with you today. Uninjured, unharmed, and without a car. But that doesn't affect our podcasting, so... This week, I am taking a look at one of my favorite novel series from Japan, also one of my least favorite anime series, well it's not really series, more of a couple OVAs that should not exist, but one of my favorite game series, and that would be Shin Megami Tensei.
1: Sick of elitist fans? Your first anime was Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> and you call yourself an otaku. Sick of fanboys? Have you seen Haruhi? I mean, she's so stupid and cute and just kind of follows her all around, all over the place, and it's just so awesome. I love the series. Well, come on down to Super Happy Anime Fun Time, the anime podcast bringing you an objective fan's point of view to anime news, anime releases, and anime reviews. Check us out at Animeshaft.com. What the? What nation was that? I'm not sure, but if I had to guess, it sounds like CJ is gearing up for his next AMR review. And what exactly would that be? Well, considering that CJ has painted a big dipper on his chest, i guess it's Vizsla North Star related. You mean to tell me that he's gonna be tackling the 1995 American live-action version of the film starring Gary Daniels? More than likely. So, this Gary fellow, has he been in anything else? Well, let's see. He was in a movie called... Pocket Ninjas, that ring any bells? No, I can't say that it does. How about this one, Heat Seeker? There's a joke in that one, but no, I can't say that I've seen it. Okay, an American Street Fighter. You mean the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, it's a different Street Fighter. Oh, so they basically got a nobody to play Ken Yep, shame. Not as big as a shame as watching CJ train for this next video. Yeah, you would've... I think that he would have shaved his chest before painting the Big Dipper on there. Before we make these people sick, we should tell these folks that they should visit CJ's blog, CJ Hitchcock Anime Movie Review at blogspot.com. And have a look at his previous reviews while he's gearing up for this one. Or instead of visiting cjhitchcockanimemoviereview.blogspot.com, they could just check out his Twitter account for updates of his recent videos. What? Is he okay? It looks like he got his finger caught in the training dummy. Couldn't we help him? Let's wait a few minutes.
0: Quite a few of you have probably heard about Shin Megami Tensei before. Most notably, the Persona games, Persona 3 and Persona 4 came out, and were actually a fairly decent hit here in the US. Awesome awesome games, I love them to pieces, but let me tell you a little bit of my story with Shin Megami Tensei. I started off like a lot of people did actually, with Persona 3, of which I moved to Persona 4, and playing Persona 4 I was like, wow this is pretty good stuff. I finished it, but I wanted more. So what did I do? Well, there's not a Persona 5 or anything after Persona 4, so I moved backwards to number 2. For those of you who know, Persona 2 is split into two parts, Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment. Innocent Sin of which never made a US release or a North America release, thus I had to rely on a fan translation for it. Which, of course, Atlas doesn't mind, that it's all translated in there, so technically it's not illegal, it's still that gray area, but we'll talk about that some other time. Um, Basically, I've been playing that really, really good. I even moved back to play the original Persona, and that's a difficult task. It's really a game of its time, you know, on the PlayStation 1. For those of you who have ever played a Shin Megami Tensei game, there are three things you can really expect. 1. Demons. two a lot of random encounters, and three, a pretty damn good story. Well, the thing is, with all these random encounters, it can be really tiresome to go through a single dungeon because every four or five steps you take, ching and you have to fight some monster or, or a group of monsters or what have you. The thing is though, even though you may have a lot of random encounters, there's still a certain pace to the battle system, so you're not always fighting something. Sure, I mean, if you think about it, the battles go quick, you get into battles quick, so thus it would, you know, you're almost always in a battle, but it's necessary because, well, the bosses, you need to basically be grinding, and this is a nice way of forcing you to grind without making it difficult to go find a bunch of monsters, you know what I'm saying? So, the game works out in the end. I've never beaten a Shin Megami Tensei game, besides Persona 3 and 4, but they're some of my favorite games. I got close to beating Devil Survivor for the DS, and I'm still in the middle of playing Strange Journey, which is one of the most amazing Shin Megami Tensei games of all time. But what I'm going to talk about is not really amazing at all. I'm going to talk about the original novel or novel series. I've only finished the first book, but that's okay, because that's all is required to talk about for this podcast. I can get to the other two at some other time. But the novels were written by Aya Nishitani, and they came out back in the 80s, late 80s, 86 to be more exact. And to be quite frank, even though they have a very nice premise, a very good, well thought out idea, the characters are pretty cool, the whole story in general is is very well done, it's written in somewhat like a trashy fiction sort of fashion. Um, The whole idea behind Shin Megami Tensei, or in this case, Digital Devil Story Megami Tensei, is that there's this computer program that people can use to summon demons. And our main character, Nakajima, is some great computer whiz, and he ends up making this program. He summons some demons, one of which is Loki. And Loki causes all this trouble, and he's after this one girl who whose name is Yumiko Shirasagi. Why is he after her, we don't quite know until the middle of the novel, when it's revealed that she is the reincarnation of Izanami, the Japanese goddess. The story goes on, Loki's defeated happily ever after, right? Well, no, there's two more novels, the second of which Seth, the Egyptian demon god, is summoned or brought forth. And the third novel, I'm not exactly sure what goes on, but I've read the first novel and it was, It was decent. I mean, if you're interested in Shin Megami Tensei and what it was based off, then definitely go and check out this novel. On the other hand, the OVA that adapted it, oh my goodness, it came out a year later, in 1987. It's very, very dismal. Of course, I have to admit, I've watched this thing twice. I watched it once when I was sick and I was really interested in Shin Megami Tensei. So, being sick, having a fever, you know, being miserable in general, I would assume that anything I watched, I could associate with dismal feelings. However, watching it again, trying to put those aside, it's still a really dismal anime. The colors are rather dark, even in the DVD uh, remastered or what have you, it's still not exactly clean. It always has that very dirty, dingy feel, and I think that's just how it's animated and the colors they chose. But also, let's be honest, a subject matter is not exactly the most uplifting. It's not like, oh my goodness, I'm watching the Powerpuff Girls. Oh yay, watch cute girls beat stuff up. It's not like I'm watching Pokemon or Hatsune Miku. This is fairly serious stuff where people die and get stabbed and there's blood and gore and demons and all that happy stuff that we adults like to get into. So that alone turns me off a little bit. I'll be honest, reading some Gona Guy works don't try and marathon anything by going to guy, whether it's manga or anime or anything, it wears on you, like real quick, because to a certain extent it's a one-trick pony. And especially the manga is very dark, very edgy. Even Majinger and Robo have demons in there. So, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, just putting it out there. But this Shin Megami Tensei. OVA, or, excuse me, Digital Devil Saga OVA, did a pretty good job adapting the original novel. However, the original novel being somewhat trashy in nature, you know, there's only so much you can do to hide that. Seeing how it's from the late 80s and it's an OVA, there's a lot of crappy OVAs from that time period. And this kind of falls into that category. Like, you know, all those OVAs that were really, 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 really crappy, like to name a few Vampire Wars, the Psychic Wars, those are really, really crappy OVAs. The thing is, Digital Devil Saga is pretty much in that category, but I like the original source material. So I always have this mixed view of is it really that crappy because the original source material is, or is it really crappy just because it wasn't handled right? Well, see how it's a pretty good adaptation. I'd have to say the latter. Now, I like bad stuff all the time. It's, I mean, people who follow me on Twitter, let's talk about the new Linkin Park album, so you want to call that bad, whatever. But the thing is, it's still Shin Megami Tensei. Still does a pretty good job at adapting the novel. So if you're interested and you don't want to go and read like a 400-page book, although I did, and then watch the OVA, if you only want to watch the OVA, it's right up on Baka BT. I'll include a For you guys, so you can get spooked out. It's only 45 minutes long. I mean, come on. We've I've watched worse OVAs that are longer. Come on. You guys who've watched Odin, you can watch this. It's not that tough. But that's this is like the tip of the iceberg. There is a second OVA, which goes by the name of Tokyo Revelation. Now, Tokyo Revelation. Although it's based off a Shin Megami Tensei property, is not based off any game in particular. Just basically the general premise is used in this OVA. It's two episodes long and came out in 1995. And for something that came out in the mid-90s, holy crap, this is suck. The story is very convoluted. I don't really... as The story... I don't even know how to sum it up properly without like giving something away which i suppose being a two episode ova is kind of you know the general nature more or less there's this girl who has lots of spiritual power which we call magnetite in the games demon lord Osei wants to eat that so he can be resurrected and yeah that's the general premise why does he want to be resurrected i don't know he doesn't have any vengeance i guess he's just evil for the sake of being evil sure and you know it's just the characters lack a lot of depth like i don't even remember half their names there's no motivation for anyone in the series it's like i'm a good guy so thus i must do my duty to protect things really i'm a bad guy so thus i must do my duty to kill things really is is that all you're you're made to do anyway you know to talk a, a little bit more about the story you take Character X, our main character, who's supposed to be the reincarnation or the human form of some really, really mean, cruel god of justice or something. I don't know. It's supposed to be a guardian god of Tokyo. Then you have Osei, who's this giant leopard sort of looking guy. And in the beginning of the series, we see oh, there's this airplane, there's this dude typing on his laptop, and you can easily see he's, he's making code and for those of you who are fairly familiar with the series say like, hey wait that looks kind of like the code for the demon summoning program well that's exactly what it is he activates it and all these demons pop out and make the plane explode he has wings somehow and manages to land safely while all this magnetite is floating around Osay comes down and like gets ready to grab it or whatever's like no I don't want this crap although he never talks at all it's pretty much implied dialogue and then, of course, our main bad guy says, Oh, wait, he doesn't want this because this is pretty crap. Oh, well. So you just killed a whole plane full of people so to say, oh, well. Really? You are a jackass. Why? We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea why. Oh, because you were picked on as a little kid? Seriously. Because he's like a shonen eye homosexual, demon summoner dude. People picked on him. Really? Imagine that. So the guy seems to have this huge grudge against the entire world because he got picked on in elementary school. If that's really what they want me to believe, that is the most shallow and depthless character I think I've ever come across. Who still has depth, mind you, because I mean there are other characters who don't have any backstory and thus are pretty much two-dimensional, but this guy... They try to give him some dimension, and it just sucks. It's like, I'd rather just have you be random character X with whatever name I can forget. But then we have the main character, who's gone to school with bad guy, and they were friends back then. And you're just waiting for the shonen I and yaoi to just start, and it gets to the point where you're like, aw man, come on, this is ruined. Right when that's about to happen, the main character's like, dude, I'm not like that. It's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) This is crap. Stop now. And I'm not trying to sound like some yaoi hater or anything, though it's not my preferred genre. I could just say, like, really? This is unnecessary. There's unnecessary nudity in the OVA. It is like, what? Really? Do Do we need that there? You're just trying too hard. Because when you put that sort of stuff in there, it just feels like a really... Badly scripted hentai ova. That's really what it feels like. So you're just (sighs) Okay, here's the thing if you're gonna put boobies in in, in, and gay guys in there if you're gonna do that Make it part of the story. Don't make it like oh look. We're tossing it in there. We're pandering to you We're pandering to you. Look come listen to us No, don't do that because as soon as you do that pandering attitude comes out and then people are just waiting for stuff to pop on screen granted some of the female characters are rather attractive in their own poorly drawn way but on the other hand it's like I didn't come here to see hentai I came here for Shin Megami Tensei now granted there's usually a certain level of nudity in in most of the games but that's more attached to like the occult rituals or something and and never just for the sake of fan fiction or pandering when they threw that in there it really spoiled whatever chances this OVA had at being good but even if you ignore the fact that they're pandering and just kind of accept it like oh great uh, i got free fan service then it's still really not that great fan service aside and the story is very very crappy This, if they were going to do it, should have been a movie, and it should have been longer with more information. It should have just been better written. Bottom line, boobies do not compensate for the lack of writing. This had a lot of potential. But when you start introducing characters like our main bad guy, who is homosexual in nature and likes to talk to demons and grab, he just seems like this really emo crazy-ass, poorly, poorly, poorly enacted character. Not to sound like some homophobe or something, because I believe homosexuality can actually be a very nice device or add-on. It could actually complement a story if done correctly. This was not done correctly. It was horrible. End of story. Well, then we have the female main character who has this amazing life force, as I mentioned. She has no character, she's basically just a walking plot device. She's the whole reason that this story exists. Without her, everything is gone. So with essentially the whole entire plot hinging on her and her to not have a character or to do anything, it's really, really bad. I I, I mean, do I really need to explain how bad this show is? It's it's like, think of watching some B-50s horror film, add color to it, take away whatever actions the characters do and basically still somehow manage to have a really bad story. That's the equivalent to what Tokyo Revelation was. And this is really horrible, but like, Tokyo Revelation, I've gone on on and on and on about how much I hate watching anime based off video games because they never work. And. Seeing how Digital Devil Story was based off a novel first, it kind of manages to work even though there was a game that covered exactly the same thing. But Tokyo Revelation isn't even based off a particular game, so you're kind of screwed. It's like, hmm, we're going to make this based off a game, but not off a game in particular. We're going to take a bunch of elements from a bunch of different installments of the franchise and make an anime people will love it. No. No, it's horrible. That's like trying to do a comic book movie. Like you grab Superman issue five with Superman issue 500 and then try and mix them together. No, it just won't work because you're skipping all that evolution in the the middle there. You're skipping every detail just to get some of the coolest things out there. And I'll be honest, Cerberus is in the OVA. And he's one of my favorite demons. He's, he's pretty prevalent throughout all of the Shin Megami Tensei franchise. And to have him in there was pretty nice, although I didn't dig his design so much. But he's in there nonetheless, and it was pretty cool. Now, at the same time, Cerberus kind of looks more like a lion than he does a demon dog. And ends up inhabiting an actual dog, limiting his screen time. And then somehow learns to fly by the end of the OVA. And yeah, becomes practically uncool in every form. I'm a demon dog. Let me fly? Why? We've got four legs. You're supposed to be able to run really fast. That was the whole premise in the original novel, is that you could run really fast and you were like an excellent guard dog. So why are you flying and crap? He becomes the main character's steed. Really? I mean, yeah, in, in the original novel, he was, you know, used kind of like a steed because he could run really freaking fast. Not because he could fly. Not because he was some evil dude who then was turned good or whatever. It's just he was freaking fast and deadly and dangerous and mean. And he was usually the, you know, like the best friend or the best right hand demon of the main character. So at least they held true to that. But. Honestly, come on, you ruined even Cerberus, it's pretty freaking horrible. Um, If you wanna read the original novels, I can toss a torrent link in there for you as well. The first two have been translated, and I can't seem to find the third, but I have yet to read the second one, I read the first one, and I definitely recommend that for people who are interested. If you're not interested, maybe if you have some time to kill, but if you have better things to read, you definitely stick with those. Yeah, overall, the Shin Megami Tensei franchise, although make amazing games, have not been treated very well in their anime counterparts. So don't expect some awesome, woo, spooky anime. The only thing you're going to be scared of is how bad these OVAs are. Hisui, quick, gather everyone in the library. I know who the killer is.
1: But, I've gathered everyone together, but I still can't figure it out. How did you solve the crime by just looking at one anime merchandise website?
0: Elementary, my dear Hisui. You see, we thought that hug pillows were the motive, but they were the means. Akika, you are the killer of anime.
1: The Reverse Thieves and Anime 3000 present The Speakeasy Podcast, uncovering the mysteries of anime and manga. Come visit us at thespeakeasypodcast.com
0: In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry.
1: Only one podcast can discuss
0: this with their sanity intact. And this is Not That Podcast. www.ssapodcast.com the Ass Backwards Enemy Podcast. Oh, wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again. So to finish the show off, what have I been reading and watching? Well, I'm only going to talk about the horror month oriented stuff because, well, that's the whole point we're here, right, you talk about scary anime. Recently I just finished the second watch through of Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust because I'm planning on reviewing that next actually, but no promises I might change my mind and review another live action horror film because, well, those are more awesome. They're more scary but bloodlust does a lot more than the original OVA did it really feels right for Halloween you know you get the vampires and the and all the crosses are crushing like right in the beginning it's, it's really good I loved it I loved it and refresh my memory on that and I was thinking about talking about the first three cases the first three novels I guess you could say of vampire hunter D because the first OVA is based off the first novel I've read the second novel, in fact, I own it, and Bloodlust is actually based off the third novel, Demon Death Chase. So I guess it all works out in the end. Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit. Maybe I'll go one step farther and talk about the works of Kikuchi in general. That might be a little awesome thing to do. But anyway, I, I just finished watching that up. I got around to watching the second theatrical release of Juon, which before now I hadn't actually seen. And I was actually very, very disappointed. Very disappointed. To the point where I'm not even sure if Shimizu still is digging the ju It just seems like he's kind of worn out with the whole ju idea. I'm not exactly sure if that's really the case or what have you, but it seems kind of lackluster. It is really lackluster. You know, the ghosts aren't in it as much. He He tries to go for a more more of a narrative. And not that that's a bad thing, but it really, like, I, I didn't come here to be told the story, I, be, I came here to be scared. Why are you trying to tell me the story? It's, it's that sort of thing. And it's not a bad story by any means, it's just not scary. So now what I have to do is watch the American remake of Ju-On 2, or The Grudge 2 in this case, and then I can do pretty much a full review uh, the ju series, maybe I'll pop in Grudge 3 and see if I like it or not, but it wasn't directed by Shimizu as far as I'm concerned, so yeah it might be a little iffy, but to be honest I, I'm hoping it won't be good because if it is good I will have to accept it as Awesome ju and if it's not directed by Shimizu and it's Awesome ju then I'll have to say like, Shimizu what the fuck's wrong with you, <laughs> but yeah nonetheless yeah, Ju-on. I definitely w- want to go back to that one, talk about it a little bit. Maybe I can do that for, like, a A3K special or something, but here's the problem. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I can watch and review. The thing is, though, there's only four weeks in this month, and if I'm not mistaken, there are five Fridays this month. So that's five chances I have to bring you something. However, the downfall is that's only five and i have to wait till next year which is okay gives me material but it's like i want to hit stuff hard fast so that way you guys can watch it and that's and this is really where i look up to the angry video game nerd when he does his monster madness one video a day looking at 31 films to get you nice and scared that is awesome hats off because halloween deserves it man we need to celebrate halloween more hells yeah but yeah, and now I'm looking into Mech Month still, because unlike Horror Month, which I'm doing now, I didn't plan ahead. <laughs> so I kind of just jumped headfirst into it, saying, well, what am I going to review first? And now I'm starting to get my act together. Well, I have my act together now. I planned it all out. But now I have to start planning out Mech Month. And it seems like the more I plan out, the more there are other titles that don't fit into the season that I want to review. Like, I have a couple candidates I want to do for, like, one episode of pure manliness. Like, if you don't watch these anime, you are not manly. Plain and simple. So I'm thinking about doing a manly episode sometime. Sometime in the future. I don't know when that'll be. But yeah. So, Horror Month. Definitely got that one going down. Mech Month. I need to talk to some people and see if they'd like to be on. Because I know some pretty mechatastic people. I do actually. Now that I think about it, you know, I'm surrounded by some mechanauts. Yeah. With that in mind, what else have I been watching for Horror Month? Well, I have a few live action films lined up. I've got Infection, the 2004 film, which I'm looking forward to, Premonition, Maribito, and Cairo. And some of these have actually already received American remakes. Uh, I think Cairo did. I'm not sure about Premonition. I think Premonition might have as well. And maybe even Infection. I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up, but I'm not reviewing them right now. I haven't even seen them yet, so I couldn't if I wanted to. Definitely going to watch them. Don't know if I'll get around to reviewing them. I would like to. The thing is, it's hard enough to produce a weekly podcast. I mean, this week I was really swamped. I was like in my bedroom the whole week editing. I did the Anime Asylum episode 2. That is up now. Please go download it and check out Thomas Mattis right there. He is a podcaster and a half. I tell you what, he's in like five different podcasts. Go check him out. It's worth your time. So I got the Anime Asylum out. I did a Devilman thing for A3K. Now I'm doing this. I gotta get this out the same day as recorded because I'm lazy. I should have recorded it on Wednesday and Thursday so that way I have plenty of time to edit it today but alas you know things don't always turn out the way we want them to so that's three audio projects I got done this week the devil man thing I thought was going to be a lot more difficult than it actually was I was thinking crap you know time constraints here I don't want to make this a full-blown episode otherwise I put it on my podcast I want to make this special I want to make it sound good but I don't have like a bunch of audio clips that really fit what can I do to really make this a awesome-sounding special? Like, the more I listened to it, the more I thought, damn, this should be visual! I can picture visuals like an actual documentary going on during this. And you know what? I, I'm kind of regretful that I didn't do that, but at least I got the audio out, and hopefully that'll be on the bonus round next week, since it comes out every Thursday. It's kind of past. Maybe he'll be on a delayed bonus round or an early bonus round or something of that nature, but, you know, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they'll come out soon, especially for October. I'm not too worried about it, but it, it, it'd be nice to to hear my in my own voice. I don't want to sound like a vain person, but I like hearing myself on other people's podcasts. It makes me like, yeah, at least I'm not in my own closet doing my own anime watching, you know? At least people know I exist. So it, it makes me feel a lot better... Than what I really am, but whatever. Oh, I should I should probably mention there was another episode of Anime 82 that got released. Hell yeah! Finally, Mr. Regan Strongblood. I know it's not the final part of Mecha Madness, the final final, but it is still Anime 82. Guys, go check that out. If there are any fan subbers who listen to the show, uh, I want to ask a special favor. I've been looking for the 90s two-part OVA Hurricane Polymar. And no matter where I look, I can only find it in two versions. Raw, very low quality, and decent quality Italian subs. And both of these torrents, in fact, it's not just two different torrents, there are a bunch of different torrents, but they all fall into that category. They're all very poorly seeded, leech the crap out of. Some of them don't even have leeches or seeds. You know, I don't even have peers for the torrents. So even if I can download it, It's not in my language, so I can't hope to understand it. If there are any fansubbers there who know if this is being fansubbed, or if it has been fansubbed or anything of that nature, please send it out to me. I really want to check that one out. Uh, There's also the Devilman Lady manga and Amon, the dark-sided Devilman manga, which has not been fully scanlated. I found one group who, like, scanlated the first volume of each, but I would like to be able to read the full entire thing without having... to like try and translate it on my own I- it's a pain in the butt to try and read devil man lady and I'm on the dark side of devil man but they're both really good I would like to read them so yeah I mean go on a guy come on respect people respect give the man some respect after you listen to my devil man special I want some fan subbers mm, jumping on that right there Come on, get his stuff out there. Get it scanlated, man. I mean, just recently, Machine Z and Get a Robo Manga, they just finished. Recently. Come on. That came out in the 70s. This is way too long. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Get this done, guys. Come on. But I can only bitch so much because I'm not a fan supper. So, whatever. <laughs> I, I got my own podcast. I got to run. I'm <laughs> telling other people to do their job. <laughs> so, yes. Other than that, I don't really have much to talk about, I mean, I've got some other things in the works for Mecha Month, but I really don't want to talk about them, because like I said, not fully planned, and I gotta get some guests on, so I'm not even sure if I can plan certain episodes without certain people, you know, it's, it's really hush-hush at this point, other than you know it's happening. So, look forward to that, but we're still in Horror Month, we're still in Horror Month, I've got three more episodes I can do, three more! So, if you want to send in like a request, I mean, I've already got a pretty good idea of what my picks are. But, if you want to request something, I'm more than open to it because, hey, I would never watch half the anime I watch if it wasn't suggested to me by somebody saying, wow, this is really crappy, go watch it. I got a couple ideas here, guys, but send in more. Always, 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 I got like this list. I want to start a very long list of stuff that's requested. And, of course, you can follow me on iTunes, you can email me, I'm on anime3000.com, I'm also on the animationpodcast.blogspot.com. so go check me out there. And, thank you for listening to the show, everyone who downloads this, I feel the love, I feel the love, it's right here in my heart, burning with a fiery passion that's not appropriate for Halloween. So, thank you guys for downloading the podcast, keep listening, and until next time, I am Ghost.